0: All right, class. Settle down.
1: Settle down.
2: Ugh, I've got a splitting headache. Listen, all you punks. Don't be alarmed, but I've come from the future. I've traveled down my genetic line to write an egregious wrong. During the roll call today, your classmate Jamie is going to mess up her opening thought because she couldn't bother to write down the most simple of Spanish phrases beforehand. I've got to stop her before she embarrasses herself. Listen, if Spider-Man can use time travel to get into college or whatever, we can do this. Don't judge us. Ugh, which way to the bar? I want to
3: take you, baby now.
2: December, 2021, Los Angeles, California.
1: A
0: PlayStation 5, an air fryer, an electric scooter, check, check, and check. That's three things that are entirely out of stock and I can't find in this mall. Supply chain strikes again, I guess. At least there's still a week to go until Christmas.
2: Excuse me, sir, would you like a free pretzel sample? Oh, <laughs> would I ever! What the hell? My
0: skill. Oh no, I'm really not in the mood for whatever new variant this ridiculousness is.
2: Come with me if you want to live.
0: Jamie, what? What's going on? Did you just kill that pretzel lady in a crowded mall? You hate guns and not-for-nothing murdering people with them. What's happening?
2: I'm not actually Jamie. That makes more sense and also less sense? That thing that just attacked you was a trancer. It looked like a normal human at first, but it was activated to try to kill you in a mindless rage. But... Why? I'm from the 23rd century, from Angel City. I've traveled through time down my genetic line and borrowed your wife's body. Wait,
0: wait, so you're like my great-great-great-granddaughter?
2: Something like that.
0: That's a little problematic. Jamie and I weren't really planning on having kids, so how are you... Don't
2: think about it too hard. I have way more confusing (laughs) exposition to give you.
0: Oh, okay. Why did the zombie want to kill me?
2: Trancer, keep up. She was activated by a man called Whistler. In the 23rd century, the descendants of Video High have a very, very successful B-movie podcast.
0: Whoa! How many listeners are we talking?
2: Upwards of 500.
0: One can only dream.
2: (laughs) Whistler has a rival podcast, and he's sick of losing his sponsors to our podcast.
0: Oh, wow. Video High's legacy even gets some sponsors? This feels very... It's a wonderful life right now.
2: More like it's a terrible life if we don't do something about this soon. Whistler's (laughs) podcast listeners are rabidly loyal, and he possesses the ability to turn them into mindless zombies called trancers like the ones you just saw.
0: So, uh... (laughs) So he's Joe Rogan.
2: Again, there is no time for topical (laughs) jokes right now. He's gone back in time, just like me, to stop your podcast in order to stop ours. He knows that on December 23rd, 2021, you will release a very good episode on the 1984 Terminator Contemporary (laughs) Transers. He will do whatever it takes to stop that episode from being released on time, including killing all of you. We need to find your friends, Greg and Casey. Uh
0: They're in New York, which is kind of far away, and crawling with COVID right now do we have another option you could call them that's a good point hey buddy oh Casey thank goodness it's not too late listen this is going to sound crazy but a
1: crazy guy from the future with the ability to radicalize his followers into mindless killing machines is trying to kill every member of video high so that he can steal our descendants sponsors for his own podcast
0: wow got it in one I guess Uh,
1: yeah he's here
2: we're too late I can feel a great disturbance, as if a thousand audio files uploaded to the cloud were suddenly wiped from existence. <laughs> and my
0: friend is dead!
2: Yeah, that too. We have to go to your other friend before Whistler gets him too. What was his name?
1: Greg, Greg Hansen. Yes? You, what You're here? In a mall? In Los Angeles? Yeah, doing a little side hustle as a mall Santa here. I've already got the beard for it.
2: Great, now we all we need to do is track down Whistler.
1: You rang. <laughs> ah, how did you get here from New York to LA so fast? I don't know, man. How did I get two centuries back in time? Do you want to split hairs or do you want to split faces?
2: Merry Christmas, you son of a bitch! Ah.
1: Ah. 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 No, have Just <laughs> like a good old fashioned ho-ho throw down! Oh
0: no! Tracers on every side!
1: You're all on the naughty list! Say your prayers, Video High.
2: Not so fast.
1: You wouldn't kill an innocent man, would you? The body I'm in right now has four kids.
2: I killed that pretzel lady without any hesitation, didn't I?
1: Oh, damn. That's a good point.
2: My work here is done. But
0: but is it? Uh, how can our podcast exist in the future if Casey is dead?
1: Casey! Casey? Sorry, I cut out for a while there. Uh, that dude shot up my laptop and all my recording equipment. I think we're going to have to postpone our Christmas transfers episode until the new year so I can get this sorted out. Well, it's a Christmas movie, so it might not be topical anymore, but I'm sure we could find some kind of excuse to keep it relevant.
2: Great work out there today. Should we kiss?
0: Well, you're apparently my great-great-great-granddaughter, so fuck no.
4: I'm Jack Death. I'm a trooper in the 23rd century. My job is hunting trancers. i got nothing to hide. finding them. i singeing them. Look out! Okay, let's say I believe this. You're a cop from the future, and you're chasing this guy Piper. Whistler. Why doesn't he just turn you into one of these zombies, or me? Trancing only works on squids, people with weak minds, easily controlled. Lena, I'm from another time, another world. I don't even know what you people eat for lunch. Jack Death is back. And he's never even been here before. Trancers.
2: Well, with that shaky space-time continuum kind of sorted out as much as a Christmas episode in January can be called, let's do the (laughs) roll call. Greg Hansen.
1: Listen. If I had a long second with any one of yous, <laughs> you'd better believe you'd be getting a nice sloppy squid right in your whistler. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa.
2: Whoa.
1: I missed
2: you.
1: Oh, I missed you,
2: Casey Regan. Ah, uh, what'd you guys get for Christmas? I got Mr. Potato Head, Hungry Hungry
1: Hippos, <laughs> John Doe the Mandroid, I'm a- <laughs> Former the Decepticon, <laughs> and John Doe the Mandroid, <laughs> and a new Slocklock, because my stupid sister touched my old one, and now if I touch it, I'll melt. <laughs> is, that, is that a carrier joke? <laughs> carrier <laughs> callback. That's a carrier callback. <laughs> Back to 2021. <laughs> it's a carrier callback. When we were all so very young. Josh Ross.
0: Now Trancer, now Tom Cop, now Doc Brown and McFly. On Sarah Connor, on John Connor, on Quantum (laughs) and on Leap. To the top of the podcast, to the VHS wall. Now trance away, trance away, trance away all.
1: That's it, I'm back. I'm I'm probably more in the Christmas spirit now than I was all. Merry post-Christmas.
2: And I'm Jamie Kennedy saying... Feliz cumpleaños, baby. And I'm Jamie Kennedy saying Feliz Navidad, baby.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do like that a Jew got Casey more interested in Christmas in January than... The entire Christmas loving uh, world. Have you
0: ever heard a Christmas song? Because ninety percent of them written by Jews. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: <laughs> so usually your Christmas spirit comes from us anyway. Congratulations. You are welcome. Yeah, it's really it's a Jewish party that just got co opted over time. It's that kid's birthday. <laughs> no, I I really do feel like all the other Christmas cheer this year felt a little hollow. Why? Was something going on? <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah, something felt empty about. But all the old songs that we've heard from the past. <laughs> the Trancers holds the key to the future.
2: Is, <laughs> if we can live, live in, the in the past, past
0: we, we can, can save, save the, the future. future. <laughs>
1: oh, I have such a thing with Act Three. Movies of Christmas. Christmas does have a, fine. <laughs> a, a third I think
2: act it, problem, the, right? You know what?
1: Christmas has a second act problem. I think great first act, actually the best first act in the game. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> nuts. Like a nuts. The the character bible. It's, <laughs> it's the bible. I guess. Yeah, I I wish I wasn't stealing a joke from that that st- stepdad movie with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> and not and the second one with Mel Gibson oh, wow. when we when wow, we wow, were wow. like when we were like welcome back to Hollywood <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude they're doing the nativity and a kid turns around and goes Mary's pregnant why they why they travel <laughs> <laughs> why where are you going why you gotta go somewhere so bad she's pregnant right now and I really never thought about it before in my entire life that's a second act problem where are they going
2: not too well actually. But I think, and I, I may be making this up, I think they were traveling for the census.
1: What? See, this is the stuff, like, this wait, is what I want to Like, to do.
2: be counted? Like, they had to go back to their hometown. Wait, are you telling me to the be census counted? is a part of the Christmas story? None of story? this may be true. I may be making this up, but I don't know why.
1: Nothing more powerful than the 0 AD census. You gotta think they were probably taking it very seriously because that was the year they were starting at 0 so they're yeah, like, I guess that's "This is really. This is we got to get, right. get, we gotta we gotta get, get right. all the numbers now." <laughs> <laughs> we're, they were worried, like the Y2K bug. Yes, that There was going to be did. a problem with crossovers. Yeah. <laughs> like when we, ooh, when we switch to AD, like I don't want to lose anyone in the Casey. Okay, so you can't say things like crossover.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Just for the facts, by the way, yes, they were travel. trip to Bethlehem this is undertaken in order to satisfy an imperial command that all individuals return to their ancestral town. That all the world should be taxed. What?
1: Wow, <laughs> that's Tax so sweet. Thesis. Wow. <laughs> hey, anyway, happy holidays, y'all. What a great time to watch a neo noir movie that starts in the future, goes to the past, goes back to the future, goes back to the past. <laughs>
2: Implies that you're stuck in the past, even though that, by all rights, that have been explained in the rest of the movie, there's no reason for him to be stuck in the past? The rules
0: of this movie are... Tenuous. Yeah. <laughs> at best. And, and and that's not to say that all time travel movies have solid logic, obviously, but at least they have some internal logics. Like, you know, like in Terminator, you can't go back with stuff, so you have to go back naked.
2: Yeah. Yeah. In
0: this one, you can just send shit back all the time. Like <laughs> magic watches and I'll
1: send guns. it down
2: the line. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. That's also a crazy thing because they literally are like, no, you don't go back. You're your, your existence goes yeah. back into the body and it's just like but well then then how do you send back the <laughs> yeah. the shit I thought, yeah.
0: I thought that that like the, the transfer of like consciousness was like we can't send matter and it's like yeah. oh, okay no, that's pretty clever matter, but are just no, not living matter apparently
1: <laughs> which i think in, in in the sequels they do they just they, they do just send people this is whole people at some points so whatever <laughs> the thing i was yeah. shocked
2: to learn today was that Helen Hunt came back for the sequel? Wait, sure Yeah, what? sure
1: did. Sure oh did. my
2: God, which is second only to my shock of seeing Helen Hunt in this movie. The <laughs> Helen Hunt somewhere. for Red October. Hell yeah. <laughs> this movie
0: had me for two acts. Oh, no, don't even say it. Don't even say it. And then, oh, boy, does that baby fall apart. That jalopy go off the rails, just like that metaphor.
1: How actual dare you? (laughs) I did sort of wonder if this is how... Blade Runner would feel If it didn't have The opening crawl At the beginning <laughs>
3: <laughs> It's like
1: we sort of Don't know right Like that That opening crawl Does a lot of heavy lifting In Blade Runner And yep. then is repeated forever This is sort of that movie Without the opening
0: crawl If you're it just is diving sort of, Into
2: the, the science of it all yeah. I
1: mean there's certainly As much neon In the opening uh, As Blade Runner <laughs> I'm gonna say something I've fallen asleep during Blade Runner a lot more times than I've fallen asleep during Trancers, which is four to zero
4: by my last count. <laughs> wow, wow, wow.
3: <laughs>
4: last January, I finally singed Martin Whistler out in one of the rim planets. Since then, I've been hunting down the last of his murdering cult. We call them Trancers, slaves to Whistler's psychic power. Not really alive and not dead enough. It's July now, and I'm tired.
0: We start with some smooth, lo-fi synth titles. There's a single neon. Oh, my God. The
1: laziest opening (laughs) title shot. For a minute, I was like, ooh, shapes, light, cool. (laughs) And then just staring at it for a while, I'm like, it's like I got drunk and i fell asleep trying to light a cigarette on a bug zapper you're just (laughs) staring at it for like minutes
0: this movie saw blade runner and thought what if there was more
1: neon oh they put neon on the umbrellas let's put that on something and then we've done it a
0: a car drives up to mom's number three which is like a diner i guess and then a uh cop gets out officer jack death he's (laughs) Wow. Trooper Jack. Trooper Jack, Death. Wow, name. what a name. Oh, yeah. man. Does
2: anything beat that? You'd need, like, a dick noir to, meet it, to beat
1: <laughs> it. <laughs> it's only beaten by the fact that later in the movie, they bring it, like, somebody's like, that's your name? Yes!
0: Yeah.
2: Yes! <laughs> yeah,
0: the, yeah. the fact that they <laughs> hang a lantern on it, it is beautiful.
2: Or that his ancestor's name is Death Tun. Like, like, we... Wait, we, really? We, I like, missed that. Like, we went to second Ellis Island and we dropped the Tun. <laughs> what happened?
1: <laughs> And the character who goes, your name's Jack Death. Their name is, in fact, Hap Ashby. This, this movie is gorgeous.
0: At the diner, a uh, man is drinking a iceless Coke like a goddamn monster.
2: It's the future. We. It's debatable what we have and what we don't have. And what will you have, mister? Coffee. The
4: real stuff? That's going to cost you. I deserve it. Find me some milk, and I don't want any of that soy crap. Okay, I got fried rice, egg rolls, and beef chow mein. Beef? like from a cow? No
2: beef. Milk is extra. <laughs> so there are cows but not for beef. The supply
0: chain continues to be a problem. Sorry guys. He says that he's hunting down trancers, slaves to Whistler's psychic powers. Who is Whistler? We don't know yet.
2: <laughs> it also sets up the first like logic leap that I have to do here. So this implies that Trancers are made because like, he's this cult leader and he has sway over all of these people because they're followers of him and he can turn them into trancers at any point in time. But in the future, he can, sorry, in the past, he can also do that, but to anyone as long as they're dummies.
1: Yeah, it's like they got a dumb brain, dummy bad brain. I think the idea is that all of these people are already trancers, okay. but the like transformation is the moment when they realize that they can kill someone. Yeah,
0: I have sleeper zombie wrote down,
1: which is a great idea and maybe we should patent it. <laughs> and so yeah, I think the I think the idea is not that those people get changed in that moment, it's that they like they're vampires at, already.
2: If, even in the past, so like the tanning booth guy and the, sure, why the, no? yeah, the I think Miles I think Santa. the idea
1: I think the idea was that that Whistler had gotten to them already. Okay. Oh, okay. Interesting. okay. That's, so that's those how were I all have, locations he had been to.
2: That's fair. Okay, okay. I
1: mean, who knows how it yeah, works, okay. but it does <laughs> seem like it does seem like it's kind of like a he looks into your eyes and then you're like, oh, "I'm an idiot." So cool. <laughs> like which is kind of like 2016 to 2020. So,
3: yeah.
1: But yeah. that's that's also sort of how I Reacted to this movie. I sort of was like, I sort of looked at this movie like, oh, wow. Gee, Dang, <laughs> I, I, sure so cool. I sure am dumb. I sure am dumb. Wow, I like this. Do they know they're trancers? Are they born trancers? Depen- or I think or the ones they in the they
2: future know that they're trancers because that's why it's a cult? do they though because okay the
0: in this first scene jack walks in and he scans the guy at the bar
1: yeah who talks with a roby voice so you think he's a ro- i thought i assumed yeah. trancers he- were gonna be robots considering it's blade runner right yeah it's the we're doing you a blade runner so. for a second
4: even citizen jack death angel city pd may I see your stats what did I do? Under section seven of the penal code, the council authorized me to administer you a transfer suspect examination. You can't give me a TSE without a warrant. I got your warrant right here, pal. Okay,
0: okay. But no, we, we 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 move from Blade Runner to Day of the Dead pretty quick because the waitress turns out to be the transfer And she like flips out and becomes a crazy zombie person he lasers her and her body like immediately disappears, which also raises questions. Cause this happens the rest of the time, right? If like,
2: you're a transer you and you lasered. get killed, then not even if you're lasered, if you die as a transer, your whole body deteriorates into ash. Yeah, you get it's, just just it's, scorched. It it's just the way you it is. You
1: scorched. To be completely fair, if I was a waitress who was stuck in the middle of the night at a diner to wait and cook all of the food. <laughs> yeah, I think I joined a fucking cult. I need to get my hands around trancers before we move on. I need to know, like... Before we can really digest Cleaver Waitress. Yes!
0: (laughs) You're never gonna be able to get your head around trancers. That's the secret to trancers.
2: Maybe if we had seen two through six, we'd know more of the elaborate backstory of what makes a trancer a trancer, but we don't.
1: I'll tell you, I've watched two through four. It doesn't get particularly (laughs) more. Tim Thompson walks on the scene and, like, the, the monologuing is maybe explaining something, but I I can't not focus on him like he looks like an action figure but like one of your parents <laughs> 1970s action figures like the ones that are like way too much of it is knit together and like the (laughs) hair is just kind of sitting on top and they're like this would be really expensive now and you're like if you say so (laughs) (laughs) it's just crazy he's got like these huge shoulder pad future coat like he he looks like one of the Koopas from fucking (laughs) the Super Mario Brothers movie and he's got a shock of like grey hair
2: and a scar over his eye scar
1: over his eye yeah he's a
0: future tough guy he was grizzled by the name Jack Death
2: there's like
1: a of these movies that is like trying to do terminator and blade <laughs> runner and the movies these it's like a pastiche of are all about humanity versus machine and like the idea of mortality as being you know both a weakness and a strength <laughs> And the fact that the character's name is Jack Death <laughs> like fucking Ridley Scott wouldn't have had the balls to name Harrison Ford fucking Morty-tality you know Like, and that's a weakness that's a weakness on Ridley Scott's part I'm gonna blow your mind this movie had no idea about the Terminator
2: right cause it's the same it came out the same Wait. year as the Terminator 1984
1: <gasps> it, it kind of depends on who you ask but based on Wikipedia on their release dates Trancers came out one week after tr- uh, Terminator what? and I was listening to a, an interview by Paul DeMeo one of the writers who was just like we had no idea the movie Terminator came out like while he said while they were making it so mm-hmm. who knows exactly but like yeah, so it's they, not a
2: carnosaur Jurassic Park thing where like they got a carnosaur. tip down the line
1: no I don't okay. think so especially I, because Terminator was not a big movie when it went into production. Like, it was an Orion right, but movie, like, but, like, nobody... I mean, Arnold was attached, but that he was not a big star at that point. James Cameron uh, wasn't
0: even a big director.
1: He was barely a director. He, he he had taken over Piranha 2 and otherwise had been working on Roger Corman movies, so... But,
2: Greg, do we have any proof that the descendant of Paul DeMeo did not go back in time into his <laughs> d- uh, <laughs> ancestor's body to make this movie? Uh, and we Paul have DeMeo- no has no memory of it whatsoever. <laughs>
1: no, but a but a tiny child did come back and, uh, <laughs> and tell him to get to get going, get to work. Wouldn't that be great if that's what James Cameron was doing at the bottom of the sea and that craft was finding a Portals so that he could like go back and make Terminator at the exact right time to become the biggest <laughs> filmmaker ever. To right, because Trancers actually was the one that, that <laughs> took off. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. want to yeah.
0: live in the parallel universe that. where Trancers has 800 different remakes of yeah, <laughs> like, he's... No, no, you know what? We gotta reboot Trancers again, this time with Christian Bale.
2: We're gonna bring back Helen Hunt as a grizzled Lena this time.
1: <laughs> and you know what? That's heaven. And if this is the simulation. Theory, which this movie is also about, because there's only like five <laughs> things a movie can ever really be about, and this is about like four of them. <laughs> uh, Unfor- un- unfortunately, when James Cameron changed it though, it went from Berenstein to Berenstein. Mm. Oh, this it's oh, it's yeah. makes sense. The fact that it's like pre Terminator actually makes sense why it's zombies. Which is like the wildest The fact Ooh, that it's instead like instead of robots Yeah, it feels like In a post-Terminator world Of course it would be robots Of like Right l- like, Androids like, and such yeah, Are, are just Blade a Runner part of the existed, canon still existed So like People always <laughs> stole from Blade Runner But it's never Blade Runner That they're stealing If it was anything It was the aesthetic It was the Neo-Noir it yeah. was right. the The Neon-Noir <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly the neon And noir. then you could just Knock a few letters off the end And then just add Neon to something And bam, boom, Blade Runner <laughs> Baby. so
2: now that jack has tracked down and killed the last trancer his watch has ended and he quits the police <laughs> force and we get the best exposition in the movie which was he was a good cop so a trancer killed his wife
0: an indeterminate amount of time passes and jack is scrounging for trash in los angeles trash tells us.
2: or treasure <laughs> at what
1: point in the future did they decide to wholesale rename los angeles
2: Oh, I guess when most of it got submerged underwater. <laughs> yeah, when
1: what people remember to be Los Angeles is now completely underwater, probably right. with lots. So of So it's just Eagle Rock then. It's just yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's just sort of like how realtors were just like, oh no, no, no it's like uh, it's East Williamsburg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's because all the uh, people that die when all the water came, <laughs> so they named it Angel City now to remember them. It's a it it sad movie. It's a sad, it's sad, and it, it important.
2: I love thinking of this. Is, this is gonna sound really morbid, but some some person Great. in the in the distant distant future, when Los Angeles is getting submerged by water, and it's just someone uh-huh. like crossing their arms, going like, "Yeah, we really need it. We yeah, you know, but we really need the water." You know, <laughs> <in> the <trial.
4: laughs> Figured I'd find you out here. What's this? A summons from the council. Jack, you can't ignore the summons. It's the highest honor there is. You know, Lieutenant, I think I found the old Chinese theater out there. I'm gonna go back in the water before the storm blows Damn Jack. it, Jack. The council needs you. Fuck them.
3: Whistler's alive.
1: Da da da! I love Art LaFleur. He just so passed great. away recently. Oh, really? He was yeah, really good. He, yeah, he's really good. He, I, and I love it because in this movie, he looks like Fred Ward auditioning for Goodfellas. Totally. He's like, he looks like a Fred Ward chewable gummy. He looks like Richard Kind squeezed into Fred Ward. <laughs> Art LaFleur is the most appropriately named man of all time. It, it looks like he only eats like buckwheat, cigarette butts, and gumption. I love (laughs) I loved seeing him in this. He's like, uh, Helen Hunt is in this movie, and that guy was the bigger celebrity. Get to (laughs) me.
0: Jack goes to the council, where he finds out that one of the three council members has been killed by Whistler. Los
2: Angeles is ruled over, and America, I don't know how it works out, but there's three council members, and that's it.
1: And those council members are dressed like Kenny Rogers, 1975. (laughs) 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 Their outfits are bananas. They have more lapels than they know what to do with. (laughs) I
4: thought there were three of you. Van Zandt was murdered four days ago by Martin Whistler. And it's true. Whistler's alive.
3: Very much so. And he intends to kill both of us.
4: How could he get to you? This place is a fortress.
3: It might as well be made of paper.
4: Where's Whistler now? In Los Angeles. No problem. We get the submarine fleet and blow him out of the water.
3: Whistler is not in the sunken ruins.
4: He's fled to the thriving metropolis, as it existed nearly 300 years ago. How could you be sure Whistler's gone down the line?
2: Whistler's got an axe to grind. (laughs)
4: Dude's on a mission.
2: Like, it would almost be easier, I feel like, for him to just kill these three elderly council members, but he wants to not only kill them, but their fathers and their fathers' fathers and their fathers' 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 and all their kids.
1: I do appreciate that this movie does not make any attempt at trying to explain how Whistler survived. They're just like, yeah, ah. like Jack Death is like, I killed him on another planet. And then they're just like, nah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got
1: away. Uh, okay, how?
0: we ha- <laughs> <Palpatine> <laughs> got
2: just as much exposition, Greg. Only- got just as much exposition. <laughs> not, only- not only nah,
1: but also we've got his body yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is
0: also insane they have whistler's body because and this is important you can only send consciousness back through time that's how this time travel works is you except go for
1: things except th-
0: for things little trinkets to, yeah, y- you can send magic watches and guns Char- back in time, keys
1: are good but people
2: you think whistler would have hit his body a little better though I'm gonna like
1: he needed to go to the send your consciousness back in time center
2: <laughs> oh okay
0: jack <laughs> sees whistler's body and explodes it with a laser that's on my terms
1: my god immediately they uh, were like okay. they were like it's we need first to bring thing him he does what he wants we got to bring him back alive and he's just like that is 1000% not going to happen <laughs> 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 it's just he walks in kills him and everyone's like, what
0: everyone's like the fuck jack we were going to hold a trial it was going to be a whole thing <laughs> but he refuses to bring him back alive so now there's no body for Whistler to come back to in the present which means he's effectively dead as soon as he gets back there to as soon stop him. as he
2: leaves his host body in the past basically
0: so his cue gives him his gear
4: this is a 38 police special a traditional firearm of the era careful that grip has been modified two injectors of antidote one for you one for Whistler
2: which is only
4: sometimes relevant. I got an old watch. Not like this one. If you depress this knob, you'll gain a long second. A what? One second stretched to ten for the person holding the device. Now, while you will have complete freedom of movement, the rest of the world will appear to have stopped.
3: Could we'll have use that on our last date. Let's give it a try.
4: No. It has a single-use generator. When the long second runs down, the watch will dissolve, so don't waste it. Unless you ask really nicely <laughs> again later. We
2: send
0: you
1: a second one,
0: yeah. free th- of charge.
1: Th- thanks, Aunt Rachel.
0: Jack gets injected and quantum leaps back to 1985.
2: <laughs> Which is, here's the biggest plot twist. This is a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: when yeah. we find
1: out yeah. we are at Christmas. Yeah, and twist again. Tim Thomason can bag Helen Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> I think I love this movie because it felt like someone telling the story... Of the time they tricked the hottest woman they ever met into sleeping with them for a while, <laughs> <laughs> and then learning the plot of Trancers too, it's like, oh, it is. That is like <laughs> up until the point when there was a little girl being like, "I'm your boss from the future. You oh better kick it into high gear." My brain was going like, "Is this just all like the most <laughs> epic of gaslight? The like most perfect, beautiful sort of like hypnosis of just." Like, no, I truly am from the future, drop dead gorgeous Helen Hunt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you have fallen in love with me, Tim Thomerson. Only in fucking LA can somebody like Helen Hunt be like, yeah, you're relegated. Like, the, the world has told Helen Hunt, you're a mall
2: elf? Uh, I know.
1: Fuck you, L.A.
2: She's like a a V V1 Manic Pixie Dream Girl in this movie.
1: She is <laughs> stunningly gorgeous. She is a robo-babe. Yeah, <laughs> it is insane how much just, like... Love Helen Hunt. Mad about her. Mad about her. God, (laughs) Jim. (laughs) Something Uh. happened where the world got rid of Helen Hunt, and I wept not at all. I didn't didn't miss (laughs) Helen Hunt that much, right? Mm -hmm. And then I feel like this movie, I'm like, oh my, was there a whole bevy of Helen Hunt movies that I'm unaware of? When she's on screen, it legitimizes the whole thing somehow. She's movie star holding every
4: shot. You're a real slob, Phil. What? Said so the closet's really filled. Did you mean what you said last night? Yeah, sure. What did I say last night? Bill, oh, come on. You said that making love to me was like the ethereal union of two lost souls?
1: That <laughs> it was. This is where my chief concern comes for the logic of this movie. Because Jack replaces phil's consciousness yeah where does phil go
2: he goes to sleep phil's not here
0: mrs torrance
1: yeah Yeah. philip gets put on hold
2: right but like
1: (laughs) phil's just somewhere deep in his mind listening to hold music (laughs) (laughs) what is the irreparable damage one person can do to another psyche if they are blacking out for large chunks of time. Well,
2: I mean, Phil doesn't seem to question it. Considering <laughs> yeah. at one point he wakes up yeah. about to have sex with Helen Hunt, then just goes, "All right, wedding Rome." <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Doesn't I have no idea for how help? I got that? Does not tell Helen Hunt where have I been? Just rolls with it. So you
0: think you'd be like, "I've been unconscious for weeks. Where am I?" Nope. Just goes right yeah, into sex.
2: No, I, the, the the implication in this whole movie is that. Yeah, Phil's not really worth a lot. He's kind of a dummy and he'd be better off if he never woke up to consciousness <laughs> again and that's what I'm gonna do. If you
0: stop to think about the end of this movie too hard. Your brain will explode. And it's not
1: even, Phil is one thing but like McNulty's great 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 granddaughter yeah, like this, that, this is a child who at some point is is having yeah. hours if not days of her life stripped away from her at a very. And
0: running away from home and yeah. not knowing like she's gonna be dope up in an insane asylum the rest of her days when she gets yeah, back. I don't
1: know how she's supposed to have kids after <laughs> this type of experience. I love that it's like a drug. It's not psychic. Yeah. It's not magical. It's not like science fiction-y. It's not like a portal or a, or a jump through time or anything. It is genetic memory. It's a trip. It is a trip. <laughs> oh my god, it's LSD. It treats the soul as both a thing and also it, it treats it as too much of a thing. It's a tradable resource. You can shut off a soul for a while. <laughs> yeah. You can just like sort of put a soul on pause. Then people disappear if they get killed.
2: Only if they're a trancer.
1: Oh. Oh no, I haven't understood this movie at all. If you think too hard, you'll scanners. Yourself. No, but not even just the scorching the, the when the trancers get scorched, but also the descendants get vaporized oh, yeah. if their ancestor gets killed which means it's not just shared memory it's a- no
2: it has a cause and effect which then leads the question they're only dealing with what happens when you go back in time and kill an ancestor and and that wipes out your whole genetic line it doesn't deal with the what happens if you go back in time and I don't know, bang someone else like Helen Hunt and have kids with like, doesn't that mess up your whole genetic line and cause you to never be born?
1: Also, that predicates the idea that Phil and Lena were going to get together in the first place.
2: She was a one night stand, though. There's no way they were going to, they were end game. Like, not sure. Those,
1: like, <laughs> no. Sure. So
2: he is, so Lena is not Jack's like great, 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 great grandmother. So who is his great, great, great grandmother that he's now going to, not hook up with and like the the, uh, the ramifications
1: maybe i'm gonna tell you the second one gets really good because then jack death's dead wife comes back and then there's this like the the, the woman he's in love, love with, triangle? Helen Hunt. yeah there's like a love triangle what? that happens and he's like it's my wife and the woman who's basically my wife and my wife doesn't know that she's gonna die i think in the second one they like Go back in time to send her down the line before she dies. And so she doesn't know she's gonna die. Like it's... It's wild Whoa. What's great about this movie Is it's sort of A time travel movie But because it's really Like a psychedelic Trip movie A like travel through Shared genetic Consciousness Movie <laughs> I think it doesn't Suppose Multiple Universes I think This is all A very closed Kind of Twelve monkeys loop Ooh. That is just Happening Forever There's like Absolute consequence Here The main character's Name is Death <laughs> just feels like the person who came up with the story here absolutely cheated on his wife
0: <laughs> <laughs> no babe i promise it was my future yeah <laughs>
1: and that's what transfers 2 is about is about the sort of confession period there's a consequencelessness to whatever the mythos of this movie is yeah she thought it was just gonna be one night of sex she didn't know she'd be you know, her lifelong relation with her own grandson. (laughs) (laughs) There's like a Descartesian type quandary in that. It's sort of like a... uh I fuck, therefore I am. (laughs) Hell yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, Jack wakes up in the body of Philip Defton, his ancestor, mid-shave in the 1980s. His gear shows up in the bathroom with him. Sure. Lena, Helen Hunt, is getting ready for her job as Santa's elf at the local mall, and he's very, very bad at pretending to not be from the future. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because he keeps mispronouncing Cahuenga
4: Boulevard. Love it. (laughs) Love that. Cahoonja Boulevard is? Co-what? C-A-H-U-N- Cahuenga. It's ten minutes from here. Come on, quit screwing around. You promised you'd get me to work on
1: time. That's like a great moment of realistic writing, which is like anytime somebody shows up to LA and they're just like, Sepulveda? And everyone's just like, oh, honey.
2: (laughs) I know. Barham.
1: Barham Boulevard.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Jack drops Lena off to be
0: Santa's elf, and he is insistent that he needs her help. At the mall, Santa sees him and immediately turns into a trancer.
4: What's wrong with Murray? He's a trancer.
0: They duke it out at the North Pole!
4: Security. We've got trouble at the North
0: Pole. What a great lock. What
2: is the range on trancing? Like, uh, Greg, we're going back. I know we, we can't get too hunt up on these details. Uh, <laughs> and you went back to saying, like, they're places that Whistler has hit before. But has he? Or does he have, like, a long range trancing ability? What's his deal? Yeah,
1: how many trancers are out there, damn it? <laughs> a shitload, seemingly. I mean, here's the thing. I think he would just, like, go places and just look at people, and then they're a trancer. If you're a duck. yeah. yeah. <laughs> (laughs) If you're a wet brain, if you're a smooth brain, get tranced. And that means you're a zombie on demand. Basically, anytime Jack Death shows up, you become. You're a zombie time. It's zombie time. That's the
2: trigger. And Helen Hunt is asking the right questions like, well, why doesn't plot just make him turn me into a trancer? Wouldn't that be easy to kill?
0: (laughs) And then Jack explains that it only works on squids who are people with weak minds. But a kid does see Jack shoot Santa dead, which I think is. Is a very dark image. Come on, they
2: shot Santa Claus. Whistler shows up after they flee the scene to investigate the death of Santa, but like any witness there would have said that this Santa started going crazy and trying to kill Jack.
0: I don't know. Studies have shown that eyewitness testimony is sketchy at best. Do you really want to incriminate Santa? Do
1: you know the president suspended habeas corpus because there's a war on Christmas?
2: Whistler has his ancestor happens to be the lieutenant of this police force, which creates a fantastic trend in the movie where he is surrounded by cronies of cops who in one case is a trancer, but for the most part are just (laughs) following this guy's instructions to like fire-on-command people that they come across. For
0: the most part, they're just the LAPD.
1: Right what you know.
0: Jack drops, importantly, the only evidence, one of the pieces of evidence that he has to find the ancestor of one of the council members is a photo that has the a dress of somewhere on Coenga Boulevard and he drops it at the North Pole for Whistler to pick up so Lena waits for Jack while he goes to see the counselor's ancestor at a tiki themed tanning salon
2: and if you're wondering could this big dummy who works in a tanning salon be susceptible to trancing yeah obviously
4: yeah. you look a little pale you better go for the 20 save the hard sell pal i cop hey look if this is about the guy last week Hey, he screwed with the thermal. Anyway, it was just first degree burns. That's not why I'm here. I got to be blunt. Someone's going to try and kill you. <laughs> oh, come on. And he'll succeed if you don't fall under my protection.
2: I don't think there was anything Jack could have done to save this man.
1: <laughs> could he have been tranced to shoot himself?
2: He did. He was tranced to shoot himself.
1: Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the problem when you, I'm just staring at that dang face scar. You put a face scar on Tim Thomerson. I'm not paying attention. I'm sorry.
0: But first he knocks Jack out and he Jack wakes up in a super duper hot tanning booth where he's going to fry to death. Uh, Lena comes in to rescue him just in time before he fries to death in the super
1: hot tanning booth. The super hot tanning booth that is like for sure used in future full moon movies as an elevator. They try to run, but the police and Whistler have them surrounded.
0: And then Jack activates the long second clock-stopping oh. time. As
1: they are. Sh- Bullet time. Matrix stole it. Yeah. Move over, Wachowskis. Also, I would say the Brahm are are everyone's favorite Hans Zimmer string hit. Oh, beca- oh beca- The Brahm. That dang Inception music, I feel like, owes so much to the like the music during this part is like has that feeling of like notes are like slowed down and everything to go with the and there's like a crashing sort of tension to it i really dug it as a special effects scene slow motion super simple but the way they filmed it was looks cool super cool so this is during empire pictures which was pre-full moon when Charles Band was like, I'm starting Empire Pictures. I'm making an empire. This was 84. This was among the first movies that they made. He was like, I'm going to make 2,000 movies by the year 2000. <laughs> 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 Which, Damn. spoiler alert, did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's He had less than 20 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. To make 2,000 movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An insane proposition. But like part of the Charles Band legacy is part and parcel with his brother, Richard Band's legacy, who became a famous composer through working with Charles Band and then ultimately elsewhere. But I find Richard Band's music generally to be very hokey in a way that I think that the music for this movie, tonally speaking, rules. I think it rips. I think it's the perfect version of that sort of... 80s Carpenter mogi tonal thing that really adds to it in a way that like a lot of other Full Moon stuff has these like jaunty vaudeville on a (laughs) Casio vibes that really I'm glad that is absent from this movie because I think it would have really taken away from it in a way that like I think that this movie is played for laughs but the fact that the music plays it really straight keeps (laughs) The mood really consistent, even when the movie dips between the more serious stuff and the goofier stuff.
0: The movie is very tonally interesting because it, yeah, it, it is very self aware at the same time as playing things straight occasionally while also being like, yeah, we know who we are. Yeah.
1: It made that moment where Tim Thomerson runs by Whistler with Helen Hunt in his arms and takes a moment to look Whistler in the side of the face with, with- Death
2: Eyes. Here's a question
0: why didn't he just kill Whistler in
2: He's slow-mo? He explains. When you used that time freezer thing, why didn't you get Whistler right then?
4: I only had a few seconds. If I'd have singed him, I couldn't have saved you.
0: Oh, okay. So time returns to normal. They drive off. Lena thought he was crazy, but now... Now
1: she can see his nuts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's
2: nuts or his nuts?
1: Well, actually, Phil death's nuts.
0: Really? <laughs> they go to Lena's place. Or, uh, no, they go Lena's, to Lena's friend's, friend's place. place,
2: who's out of town for Christmas, just like everyone is in Los Angeles, so very realistic.
0: <laughs> and Chinatown above a club? So they go downstairs to a punk rock Jingle Bells.
2: Oh my God! A it was mosh, awesome mosh pit to Jingle Bells. Greg, 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 you've been in mosh pits before. Have you ever moshed to um Jingle Bells?
1: I have not. I I would care not to. All I could say is that only in I think movie punk logic could that <laughs> have elicited such a response from from <laughs> real, punks. real punks. Wouldn't yeah.
0: uh, Wouldn't get on I that train? So.
1: I, you know, I think that, I think that they'd be bemused. <laughs> and they'd wait for it to end. No, I, I really I really tore a room up to Jingle Bells once. I really I really stomped. And then I was asked to leave the church service.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: hey-oh. Hey-oh.
1: Hey-oh. Lena gives Jack a
0: Christmas present. She gives him future man. A toy robot
2: Just like you
1: I do really like That Christmas is in July In Angel City That's a good little That's a nice little moment (laughs) It's Christmas in July In the future It didn't feel like A Christmas movie It was Die Hard It was a movie That took place At Christmas Damn it Christmas was a punchline More than anything This is the right movie For us to be covering Post Christmas I think Yeah
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's just enough Christmas You're still taking down The decorations Right
1: it It did It Have the feeling of like Leave the lights up for a couple more weeks who's gonna complain
2: <laughs> it's an artificial tree anyway
1: right <laughs> so they start to get busy but there's a knock
0: at the door
2: what is this? it's me mcnulty mcnulty and none of your lip this kid's the only ancestor i could find it's been hell i had to sneak past the parents and everything
0: Telling him he's got to get back to the future, damn it. (laughs) I love that. And Jack just picks him up and throws him out.
2: (laughs) This kid, who I'm assuming is from Brentwood, I don't know. (laughs) I feel like this little girl woke up in Brentwood and had to find her way to Chinatown, downtown Los Angeles. Don't know how. Yeah, he says he had to sneak out of the house.
0: This this kid is going to be in some serious trouble. Mm-hmm. When she wakes up from her time coma or whatever it is. Jack,
2: Jack is too focused on being with Helen Hunt in this moment, but his boss does not have patience. And despite the fact that much later, and that Jack has vials to send him back, <laughs> somehow they both go back just fine right now in this moment.
1: Oh, will McNulty shoots him with the antidote because it sends Jack Death back to his body. And then Art LaFleur as... Uh, his body wakes up and goes, ha, ha, ha. got you caught in the honeypot, uh, Jack. Got you caught with your fingers in a lady in Helen Hunt. Which
2: means that little girl is now standing in this apartment in Chinatown <laughs> while two strangers yeah, are exactly. making love. I have not yeah.
1: thought about that. <laughs>
2: That's insane. <laughs> I have I my not God. thought about yeah, that. Yeah, that
1: little girl is watching <laughs> Tim Thomerson like fucking give it to Helen Hunt. No idea how she got there. I don't know. We don't how far away did this little girl live compared That's to That's when her? Art LaFleur's great great grandmother was conceived, right? <laughs> <laughs> What's scary about that though is that not only is she left there, she's then gone by the yes. by the time he gets back. Yeah. If she got stuck there, I hope she had the wherewithal to wait for them to finish their coitus and then her and Phil Death could have a quick talk about all this crazy shit going on <laughs> are you are you also not just long black oh hey <laughs> are you being uh trooper transferred? i don't know i don't know i don't know what what's happening
4: i'm slagging your badge Whose authority
3: mine trooper death there are two empty chairs of the council chamber there shall not be three i've ordered your replacement yeah who one of the green squad lars kwan
4: Kwan works the hothouses he never sends the transfer in his life whistler's goons are massing near angel city waiting for the council to fall and you didn't protect spencer's ancestor you
2: had your shot he does kind of lie to the council and say that he has a lead on ashby's ancestor which is a lie. i mean it's really not whereas the other council member had a director ha- had an address to go to this council member only knows that her ancestor was a baseball player in the 50s and <laughs> lives in Los Angeles.
0: Yeah. Sucks. A lot of info to go on before the internet. Good luck. <laughs> Jack tells them that Lena can get him to Ashby, the councilwoman's ancestor, so she agrees. And then they send him back and he arrives just
1: after having sex with Ellen
2: So like uh, 30 seconds later? Hey! hey! <laughs>
1: after, after a long second. <laughs> A great name for a band. Jack Death in the Long Second. Something similar did sort of happen to me once because I'm such a sleepy boy.
2: Explain. I was
1: getting amorous with a young woman. If I was editing this scene, I would be like, "Is this a little hacky? Is this should we pull this back?" It was like as she was lifting her shirt up, it just got to crest under boob, and then it was like morning. <laughs> 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 and I woke up like a dash. I was like, "No, what? No." <laughs> we have to go back <laughs> we have to go back <laughs> there was time there was time but thank god for not busting cause uh, yeah. the, the power that he <laughs> held in, inside of him allowed him to stay awake and uh, watch tv and learn what the rest of the movie was gonna
3: be with me is lieutenant Weisling who heads the new
4: Skibro task force lieutenant what's going to
2: happen to these men well Kim they will be taken downtown
1: issued special ID cards with the crime rate downtown, this program will enable us to keep track of the homeless and protect the innocent. Look, Jack Death is so awful. His plan of stick close to the hot lady I woke up with is like
0: (laughs) not fruitful. Oh my god, that is the entirety of his plan that he also pitches to the councilwoman. Yeah, and she's like like,
1: yes, you're in charge of my very existence. I trust you (laughs) with whether or not my soul continues in reality I think. I don't know how (laughs) this works really. I think it seems like they need to kill my ancestor But I will feel it At the exact time That
2: my <laughs> ancestor is killed Also I guess time Is a straight line this And not a circle a... Or anything <laughs> Yeah so. it sort of <laughs>
1: just happens his, his like Helen Hunt Bonner Is so strong He forgot his dead wife Which he couldn't yeah. do Which he literally Couldn't do Was his whole drama, and by the third scene in the movie, Jack Death is, like, following Helen Hunt through them all, like, where are you going? Are you you busy later? Okay, so two of the council members have died because they've been killed or tranced, you know, middle December 1984. Mm -hmm. The people in charge, could you not send someone down the line, like, a little bit, like, maybe, like, a month early? Because there's only one Whistler. And he can't go back up. Right. Yeah. You can send as many people down, though, as you want. Right, Philly. Exactly. evidence... As evidenced by McNulty going back, however he so chooses.
2: Maybe time not- is running in a straight line, so actually uh, it's just a one way. So any time travel you want to do gets to this point, and that's ex- that's going at the same time. Oh, the, the, you know, that's the only option you have. That yeah.
1: see, I mean, that does seem to be the logic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They do call it down the line.
0: Like, they're sure. not
2: they're not like t- typing things into a computer to be like, okay, December twenty fourth, nineteen eighty four. It just like, yep, you're going to the past. This is the only past we have access to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is this right. one the past? That's best. good
2: enough for me. You know, yep. that's good enough for me. Yeah, Whistler has a lead that he does not, which is it's definitely a homeless person in Skid Row, and they're rounding up all homeless people and asking if they're Ashby, which is not problematic at all.
1: It, it was truly like a Jack Death not understanding the end of the 20th century, just being like... <laughs> Oh that's odd The the lieutenant of the LAPD Is accosting homeless people (laughs) Surely out of character For such an institution (laughs) That's gotta be a clue That might have been, though, one of those moments where he just tranced a bunch of people. Mm. You know, he, like, looks real into that, true into that camera. That's true, because he has, like, perfect... Not only is he unblinking into that news camera, but, like, yeah, the, the light of the camera is so perfectly filling his iris. Oh, man,
0: why don't Ooh. we ever get into if he can trance through media?
1: It would also explain why, like, not a lot of people are tranced, because it is, like, three in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, yeah, the like super weirdos are like, oh yeah, okay. Oh my god, yeah. I mean that's sort of burnt out, probably recently ejaculated, uh, <laughs> crusty, <laughs> high, drunk, <laughs> hungover sort of populace of people who are watching TV this late. Those are the tra- the transibles. I'm, we are the trance, the sort of people who would watch a movie like this. We are the we are the dang tranced. Another box appears out of nowhere.
0: Lena asks how they did that. But there's no time for no exposition. Time. Not one long second. Again. <laughs> no. Even though he has a watch again that will give him another log second, so Lena steals a pair of motorcycles and they ride off to Skid Row. Then they come upon the three wise homeless men, one of whom <laughs> is Leonard from Community.
4: <laughs> <laughs> citizens, what ho, knave, who brought this glorious angel that we three kings may gaze upon? This is the Christmas angel, Jack. Work why- with me. The angel has a mission. I seek knowledge. Well, We're not called three wise men for nothing.
0: Leonard tells them where to find Ashby at the paper mill. It's a very cute scene. I really enjoyed that scene. The movie
1: paints a adorable, if not at least winkingly problematic view of homeless culture.
0: It has a very like hobo code version.
1: Yeah, Yeah,
2: like 1930s radio play. Yes, exactly.
1: It's what you imagine Roger Miller was singing about. When he wrote "King of the Road,"
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, because
1: cutting to Hap Ashby hucking like pint bottles at—that that was, was crazy. Great. Yeah, like this homeless baseball player is—it's it, like American poetry. It's gorgeous. I really liked that scene. I, it did not feel like the movie we had just been watching, but I dug it a lot. I also like the, there's a, a little sly wordplay because they've got to find Hap Ashby, and if they don't, then they'll be hapless. <laughs> yeah, oh, I like that. Jack is stopped by a, a cop
0: who is a trancer.
4: Lieutenant has stolen us all about you, Death. Are you trying to twist or whirl and make the future come out the way you want it to? You got it all wrong, pal. I'm a cop just like you. No, no, you're lying. You and your men have been tranced by Whistler. You're slaves to Whistler. Look at your skin. Fight it. Concentrate. No! The lieutenant is the finest man in the force i pledge my life to. Lena shoots
0: him and then the body vanishes again why do the bodies vanish
2: we're also going through a lot to save these council people's generations but like what happens to all the people that like when he kills a cop like everything all of their kids and their kids like who disappears in the in the future from that statistically nobody (laughs) yeah (laughs)
1: Yeah. based on the fact that half of Los Angeles is underwater
2: good point good point yeah fair point
1: yeah you're no squid they find Ash be playing
0: ball with some other hobos, pitching empty beer bottles, and
1: it is phenomenal. Yeah, I don't think that's a regulation field. (laughs) (laughs) Lena
0: wants to use the watch to stop time and kiss? What?
2: That's that's
4: literally what happened. No, these notes have to be wrong.
2: No, she is flirting with him, and he says,
4: I don't have time for this. I'll make the time.
2: And he's like,
1: Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there was a moment uh, after being denied sex with her. His behavior turned very paternal in the like scenes right before that. Like, you've
2: got to change your hair because it's you, you can't you can't have that blue streak in your hair because you're too recognizable. Yeah,
1: exactly. At one point before he runs into battle, he's like, "I just want you to be safe, Angel, Angel, <laughs> a, to her, the bone, buddy." Worst
2: pet name. Yeah. Worst pet name. <laughs> <laughs> to the
1: two days long bone, buddy, Angel.
2: No. <laughs> no, no, no,
1: no. And so she stops him and is like kiss me before the big mission and i felt the movie like turning away from that like somehow the very shtick of it had denied their sexual relationship so now she's just cut the issuist of daddy issues <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is a message from our future selves here is the point in the episode where we start mistakenly referring to the character hap ashby as legendary Harold and Maud director hal ashby Back to your regularly scheduled programming.
1: Jack and Lena find Hal and company on what is the first floor. Yes. Yes. The cops who are later trying to get them as they are escaping are above them. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which, Which presumes that the police started their sweep (laughs) on the upper floors (laughs) and made their way down. That That is horrible police work.
0: Jack tries to warn Hal. Whistler and the cops fire at them from the second floor and then Jack, Lena and Ashby all ride off on bicycles.
1: Apparently Hal Ashby, the guy who played in Biff Menard, was actually drunk during, Wait, what? I read during that. the shooting of the movie. Which is crazy.
2: Which makes which makes the line delivery when he goes like, Get on my bike, Ashby. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Great. Yeah, him like, man yeah, oh,
1: Thomerson man. like man it makes like a a lot of sense. It works. Yep. That is a curveball meant punningly, Like that is a while, to be like this. Old, this old '50s baseball player. now drunken Hobo has joined the adventure team.
0: was late. Over here, So then there's a whole bike chase. They split up. Jack rides down the stairs of the Third Street Bridge, and it's rad. He finds out that he doesn't have his watch. His watch went somewhere, which will come back in a scene.
2: (laughs) In not too long.
0: Lena rides through a window into a man's bedroom. He's fairly nonplussed by the situation. Uh, Jack tries to convince Ashby to trust him, but Ashby is dubious about the name
1: death. Big talk, Hap Ashby.
0: They go to the hideout apartment. Lena is patching up her bullet wound. Jack tells Lena he loves her by telling her about his dead wife.
4: I had a wife in Angel City. She she volunteered for a I figured, okay, what could go wrong? It's my hunt. I lost her. I don't want that to happen again.
3: You love
1: me. It does do an immediate pirouette where it does their emotional scene where he's like, I had a wife and she she volunteered to be transurbate. <laughs> a tough, Which is just ridiculous. A tough job to volunteer for. Yeah. She volunteered to be transurbate and she got killed as transurbate?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: and, she, and he was like, I, I have to, I've fallen in love with you and I never want to make anyone be transurbate again. And then, not only is she transfer bait, he uses the person he's supposed to be protecting as transfer bait oh as well as literally shoot at the sky. Bait. I'm sure she volunteered to be transfer bait. She wanted to go swimming. I told her the cruise ship is moving, honey. It's not the right time. But, you know, she's such a nut in the water. <laughs>
0: Jack tries to get Ashby to clean up his act. And have a kid.
2: Which also begs the question... Again, if you're changing the space time continuum, like you're t- you're just giving him some half information. What if he takes the wrong interpretation? Because all because he says like you're gonna clean up and you're gonna get a job and you're gonna have kids and their descendants are gonna be the most powerful leaders in America. And it's like, well, that's a lot of pressure. Guess I'm gonna go be drunk again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then she and then she's not born.
1: In some ways, though, this movie precipitates the idea that
2: predetermination. Yeah, that
1: like this all had to have happened because otherwise he would have stayed drunk and never would have had a kid so
0: it does make sense jack calls whistler wants to make a deal for a life with lena but it's all a setup whistler is watching jack at the meet lena is jumped and then there's a shoot off whistler throws lena shoot off
1: shoot off yeah
0: out, shoot, no, shoot <laughs> out! It's a shoot off, people. Whistler throws Lena off the roof. Jack uses the long second to slide down to the street just in time to catch her. <laughs> Hell yeah! Ashby hits Whistler, knocks him off the roof into a water fountain. Well, wait. I and- feel like
1: it has to be said. This is the it's the long second, which is the big effect of the movie, and we've already seen it. So I, uh, you know, yeah. like <laughs> what is it, is it? Needs yeah. But there, are you saying that it's not more dramatic when you see the same? Thing a second time in a movie. Well, there's two. There are two separate ways that they up this set piece. One Are there? Yeah, one, Jack. She's
2: falling off a building.
1: The other way is it shows, to really sell the slow motion, it shows half Ashby taking some, like, peppermint schnapps, like, straight to the dome. And, <laughs> I, I, and that was, I was like, well, that's a funny way to do the climactic action moment is to cloud <laughs> the slow motion of the falling off a building ain't working. Let's cut to this guy taking Rumpleman straight to the medulla. <laughs> but then, the that's just a setup for really the unseating of Whistler, the destruction of this villain. Calling back his old his old hand, the mighty Casey this time hits it out of the park. That was that was gorgeous. <laughs> uh, the antidote
0: is broken. There's only one vial left.
2: Again, and- does that matter
0: yeah (laughs) unclear because they could seemingly send another box with more antidote
2: antidote, the same way that they sent the watch
1: he has no way of communicating with them oh that's
4: true you You wouldn't murder an innocent man iceland has six
0: So Jack uses the antidote on Whistler, sending him back to the 23rd century with no body to go back to and trapping himself (laughs) in 1984.
1: But he doesn't seem too concerned. They seem to imply in that moment, never before in the movie, that he grabs Whistler and is like, Go ahead, like, don't kill me. I, you know, you'll kill. All you'll be doing is killing this guy, Lieutenant Weissman. He has four sons. And <laughs> it seemed like Whistler was saying if I die here in the past, my soul, I'll just go back to my body. And then that is when Jack Death was like, I scorched your body back in the future. You're going up the line with no stops, which was like, what are they? Haunting. What, it's haunting. What, are, what is he? Con- Look, I don't like this Whistler guy no more than Nunya, but uh,
3: <laughs> what is,
1: the, is what are they condemning him to? A life of sequels. <laughs> oh. Jack decides to give Whistler the one remaining time travel antidote.
2: So he could just kill him and use the internet on himself. Yes, but he chooses not to because then that would wipe the... It, that's killing an innocent man. Not to be confused with the okay. not innocent men he's already he's killed already in this movie. Killed.
1: Like I said, at least the trancers get the sweet release of Oblivion. At least they just get scorched, <laughs> gone. Something... The Whistler soul was just sent away, and I would hope... I guess, I guess if he's the big bad, they probably bring back the actor. I would hope that he takes future Jack... Death's body and then comes back in the body to get Ooh. the old Phil Death Jack. Death. That's a
2: great idea.
1: Is that what happens? I don't think so. Transfers seven. You
4: can't get home now. What are you going to do? That's okay. I kind of like it
0: here. Jack and Lena kiss... And McNulty's ancestor watches.
2: Is he trapped? Yeah. Or now, now,
1: now, she's a kinky one. she She was left with them while they were while they were boning, <laughs> oh my God, and God, so now not she's. McNulty? Oh. Yeah, it's I think the it's kid. the kid. I think the kid. It's is... just the, the kid. kid. I think yeah, it's just I the kid. it's just the kid who's just been left there.
0: That was my assumption, was McNulty's back in the future, so I think it's just the okay, kid. Okay,
2: okay. Well, actually makes even less sense. No, 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 that makes more sense to me, because I'm like, well, McNulty has to go back somehow, so why doesn't he just go back like, and tell them that we need more antidote? But if it's not McNulty, and it's just the kid, that's great. That's great. This is, an in- <laughs> this is
1: insane. <laughs> it's a crazy-ass premise. It feels not... Thought out but on the Fictional characters part Not the movie the movie feels Totally complete (laughs) It's the fictional characters who have not Thought through any of this Tim Thomerson, Tim Thomerson, Tim tim Taroo. I have a Unexpected. ripoff report card for you. Tim Timerson, Tim Thomerson, Tim tom Twib, Don't be some dry-haired ejaculating squid. <laughs> the Transer's ripoff report card is brought to you by Yesterday's Nudes. Bring back that backside you had back in the day with yesterday's nudes. (laughs) Hey guys, you remember that classic scene in Trancers where a punk band called the Buttheads who had no output outside the movie, belts out a mediocre cover of Jingle Bells? Yeah! Well, I'm here to deck your halls and call you Holly, because we're going to talk about the world's most recognizable Christmas song. Uh. (laughs) First, we got to get this out of the way, Jingle Bells, is not the name of the song, at least not originally. What? It was written by James Lord Pierpont, and the name of the fucking song is The One Horse Open Sleigh, You Smooth Brains. What? 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 Because I guess... People Are Idiots, and if you repeat something, it has to be the name of a song. It was republished in 1859 as Jingle Bells or The One Horse Open Sleigh. It was written in Medford, Massachusetts. So it's a one horse open sleigh. In the autumn of 1857, and is typically thought to not be about Christmas, but became a part of festive music by the 1860s and was attributed to the then-trendy genre of sleigh-riding songs. Mm. Wait, what? <laughs> According to researcher Kierna Hamill, this, along with Pierpont's constant need for money, led him to compose <laughs> and release the song solely based as a financial enterprise. Quote, Everything about this song is churned out and copied from other people and lines from other songs. There's nothing original about it, end quote. (laughs) Slaying cropped up in the middle 1800s around the Northeast due to the necessity of actual sleigh riding as a means of transportation, coupled with it being a display of wealth and its apparent allure for youngsters in search of thrills, apparently especially when drunk. What? Okay. Uh, and thus it was brought into art. In 1854, popular French conductor Louis-Antoine Julien composed a light-hearted piece called Sleigh Ride Polka about his time spent in Boston. Even Poe posthumously published a poem called The Bells in 1850 about the magical quality of sleigh bells. Have you ever wondered if Jingle Bells has just a bit of racism in it? Because you should. (laughs) Its first performance was in a minstrel show in Boston in September 1857 as part of 13 songs Pierpont wrote for minstrel shows during that period, apparently borrowing heavily from Stephen Foster's music and lyrical tradition in minstrel shows at that time. Also, damn, this song is way longer than most people sing. (laughs) Do you you remember the singer's gallivant with Miss Fanny Bright? Neither do I. But it's in the second verse. So next time you go o'er hills, laughing all the way, remember that old Greg said that you're a bad person for liking it. Merry <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Tim Tomberson, Tim Tomberson, Tim Tom Cherie. Thanks for watching uh, this movie with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, everybody. Another new year. That's why we got the whole chorus here to play us out as we begin another year of podcasting. But uh,
3: 2022,
1: here we come. All right, squids, whether your brains be scorched or singed, tell me what remains from the movie Trancers. What could end up on the final test? I think it's kind of a personal goal for me to be a little bit more like this movie well-made, energetic, and fun, then exploited for decades with diminishing returns in every subsequent sequel until everyone involved gets tired only to be bought out by Legendary for a possible big-budget remake that never happened.
2: Oh. Well, I'm going to go uh, get some dinner on Kahunja C- Boulevard. Is that how you pronounce it? Kahunja yeah, I'm like, definitely your wife. Ah!
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it's a little too late now that the Christmas season is over, but I really wish I had the warning beforehand that every single mall
1: Santa could be a trancer. There's something evil in their little eyes. Yeah. So you
0: better watch out, kids. You better not cry.
2: <laughs> Santa Claus is trancing to town. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Even if Santa is a transfer don't worry, they're not all that important. <laughs> really not all, that's what I'm walking away with. The transfers really, really weren't that big deal in the movie Trancers. It's power being passed down through generations into nepotistic corruption. To be fair, the West German alternate title of Future Cops just doesn't have the same hutspun. Mm. <laughs> no. Yeah.
2: We've done so much time traveling today, I have no idea if I'm reading the opening credits or the end credits at this point, but I'm just gonna push on through. Thank you so much to our teacher, Philip Marlowe. Thank you, Seth Applebaum of Ghost Funk Orchestra and Gabriella Tessitore of Scout Harris for our theme music. Thanks to Justin Ferrero of the Rizzos for our bed music and thanks, Ann Shearer, for our logo. And of course, thank you to the entire Video High crew, Greg Hansen, Casey Regan, Josh Roth, and me, Jamie Kennedy. We're taking a little winter break after this episode, but we'll be back in the near future with plenty more lessons for your B-movie education. In the meantime, you can re-listen to our back catalog on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you after midterms.
1: Oh, damn. That's a good point. Also, uh, I want to use that little soundbite now for every episode now. That's going to be a... (laughs) Every time, specifically Casey, makes a good point. It's so I can take some episodes off, you know. know. Uh, uh,
4: uh, In your ear. Podcast Network. Do you love consuming bad content? Do you often crave wasting your time watching anime? Hello, I'm John Weigel. I need a fucking cigarette right now. I don't smoke. And that's my buddy, Rob Halley. And this is Bad Anime, the podcast where we decide... Is this anime bad? So each week, myself, as someone who grew up on Shonen Jump, and Rob who's basically a 90s anime boomer, test my theory that there's no such thing as a bad anime. I personally think no anime is technically bad. I I, Um, That is the the most endearing thing I've ever heard you say. We'll go through a new anime every single week. Some that are historically bad. You've never heard of school days? Some that are historically good. But what if I said it like Joey Wheeler? Neon Genesis. Evangelion. And some that you may have never even heard of. After I got rejected, I shaved and took in a high school runaway. That's the name of the show. (laughs) Wait, that's the name of the show. So, if you love the art of anime, a good laugh, and want to join our weeb awakening, why not waste your time with us? And join our weird cult. Wait, wait, who wrote this script? Bad anime. We're going to be available literally wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, legitimately anywhere. Starting Wednesday, February 2nd. We also like beer. What are shots? Yeah. Cool.
1: It's bad. Anime.
3: Forever.